Welcome to the Otherworldly Oracle official podcast. I'm your host, Kitty, and today, before we get started, I wanted to introduce Alora Rain as our new resident co-host. Hey, guys. Alora has joined me for two, of- <laughs> hey, for two of our previous podcasts, and because we have so much fun, she's going to be joining me from this point forward. So, yeah, everybody, go ahead and welcome Alora. Yay, Yay. Alora. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, in addition to having Laura with us today, we also have an awesome guest, our good friend and magical sister, Annie Lonsway. Annie's also joined us before for a podcast on Kitchen Magic, and, and she has returned to talk about all the ways she's saved money and still practices her craft. So I think this is a topic that pretty much everyone can relate to right now. So we're going to go ahead and dive right into it with Miss Annie. Hi. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I guess I <laughs> go right into it. So um, yeah. one of the first things that kind of came to my um came came to me, I guess, was specifically setting up an altar because I know that. Um, in the Facebook group, a lot of times people will comment and they're like, how do I do this? Like, how do I, you know, create a space for me to use? And I'm, you know, and with this being budget and trying to save money and stuff like that, you don't need to, you know, you don't need to go out and purchase a fancy table or, you know, set aside a specific area, you know, whatever. It's kind of, I mean, I saw a picture once of somebody that had literally created a tiny little altar on a shelf in their bookcase mm-hmm. and, you know, or just a small table that you have in, you know, somewhere special to you that doesn't get used very often. So it's like a super easy um I think to find space specifically as well as tools oh, yeah. and things like that. So, um, and then. Very good point. Yeah. I don't, I know, don't think you need anything elaborate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's funny that you um, are bringing this up because I actually just posted like my altar space for Rhiannon and the like scale of it is, I think will be mind blowing for some people because it's not elaborate and it's yeah. very, um, simple and uh, practical. Yeah, exactly. Which I think that, you know, just when you think of just the phrase itself, alter, you're like, oh my gosh, this needs to be beautiful. This needs to be huge. It needs to be, you know, whatever, just kind of from what you've seen in movies or things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. or like Pinterest witches that post stuff and they're like, look at this beautiful space I have, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. I don't know how, I don't know how they keep up with all that anyway. It's so much dusting, you oh know, gosh, like know. all this crap in one space. <laughs> my tiny little shelf gets really dusty and I'm like, oh no, I couldn't imagine trying uh, to deal with a lot. So yeah, I guess. No, that. yeah. <laughs> And then just on to tools, I know, um, obviously, nature is a great place to start. Um, you know, the shells, best. stones, sticks, leaves, really anything that you can find um, outside your front door. Flowers. Flowers, yeah. I mean, there's so many different, you know, things that you can use and you know that I think that that would be the best place to start with you know versus just being budget that's completely free (laughs) yeah so I just want to I want to cut in and say like when I first started on this path I was a teenager and we didn't have a whole lot of money and so my parents weren't going to be buying me the stuff and I wasn't I don't think I had a job at the time so I was like 14 but I just, the only thing that I had at my disposal was what we already had in the house and then what I could find outside. So there was a lot of, you know, use of sticks and, you know, the little McCormick spice um, jars or containers from the kitchen. I think my first altar was literally like one of those cheap corner tables with like some cinnamon and a red candle and a stick, (laughs) you know, but like, that's, you don't really need a whole lot of anything really expensive. A lot of people I think get discouraged because they, we've talked about this before. They, we see these elaborate setups and these elaborate tools and expensive this and that. And you've really, 
my, my experience, you don't really need anything that expensive to have to make powerful magic, yeah, you know? So, you know, um, go, go ahead. Uh, I guess we can go into, if you are going to buy things, where's the, where's the, where your suggestions yeah. on where they can buy things. So one of the first things when I started was recommended to me was dollar stores and dollar stores have saved my life. Um, <laughs> I candles in bulk at the dollar store. I mean, they'll sell like the little tea lights and you can get a pack of 20 for like a mm-hmm. dollar and those are perfect. Um, and since the tea lights burn so quickly, Uh, Those are good for kind of quick spells, something that you need to get done, Mm -hmm. you know, or um, I I also had, um, I was also given the idea to use colored, like single use birthday candles, which I thought was awesome. Uh, So those work really well. And then um, just a little tip on the side of candles specifically. If you need a certain color of candle that you don't have, uh, you, I was told that you could, you could color the white candle, uh, with a colored marker, or you could even use those Mm -hmm. little single use birthday candles and then drip the colored wax onto the white candle. Cause I know we've talked about before that it's all about intention, of something you know and especially I feel like it puts more power into it when you spend time making something versus just Mm -hmm. grabbing a red candle out of a drawer where you're sitting here and like melting wax into another candle to make it red you know something like that yeah yeah um so I I get candles from the dollar store as well, but I just want to cut in for Alora because I think she was about to talk about it too. She's like the candle queen. So she makes all of her candles and um, she, I think when she hears us talking, because I do it too, I buy like a a ton of candles from the dollar store and she, whenever we talk about this, she cringes. (laughs) Well, So, um, you know, I think Go ahead, Alora, if you want to talk on oh, that. Well, it's not, it's okay. So the tea lights are like from the dollar store, totally fine. Like I am a candle snob because I have spent uh, probably half of my practice, maybe even more um, work, like working with candles. So um, the only thing I will say about buying candles at the dollar store, that's like a cringe worthy thing is j- if you are looking to buy vigil glass candles, don't go to the dollar store oh, for gosh, this. No, uh, <laughs> Those because... are so hacky looking. Uh, well, Hey, 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 <laughs> well, Hey, Hey, y'all. I have like six of these okay, up I right now. Say, I use them, <laughs> but the reason you don't want to do, do them from the dollar store is because if you read smoke and soot and glass um and all the burning aspects from vigil candles they're not the dollar store candles are not made with um good wax quality and so you're not going to get an accurate reading if you're using them Mm -hmm. for divination purposes Mm -hmm. but that's interesting but another Mm -hmm. thing about another thing you can do that's budget-friendly and what have you is if you have a white candle or you have like a leftover white jar candle, either or, you can remelt the wax. And then if you have Crayola crayons laying around, you can color the wax with a crayon. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's super budget friendly and you can even reuse the wick so like if you're yeah if you are using like a brand new white candle you don't have to worry about finding wicking and all that stuff just reuse the same wick that'll work just fine but um but yeah no the the reason why i don't recommend glass vigil candles from the dollar store is simply because for divinatory reasons the wax is crap quality so you're not going to get a good divination reading off of one of those yeah you know that's that's a good point and uh, I don't I don't usually do wax readings so maybe that's why I haven't noticed that but I will say that the vigil candles in the glass they some of them burn really well and others are kind of it's like they're duds so Mm -hmm. um but I I I do use the tea lights a lot too for ritual and stuff and they 
they, I don't ever have a problem with the tea lights from there. So, um, those are definitely good. Yeah, I would agree. I don't really do, um, candle divination stuff, which would be awesome to learn more about, but (laughs) we might have to talk (laughs) later, (laughs) Laura. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I, I think that's really cool. I didn't even, not even something I thought about. I like that though. Yeah. So, but in, in addition to the candles at the dollar store, there's, there's so much you can get yeah. there, right? I mean, I've, I've walked in there before and I'm like, Ooh, this would be cool to use exactly. in a spell or, you know, they have, they have all kinds of decor for the different seasons and the holidays. That's super cheap that you can, you know, put on your yeah. altar for Samhain, yes. you know, any of the Halloween decorations, yeah. all that. Um, yeah, I have, uh, so I live in an apartment um and uh, you know a decent sized building with other people and I don't have unfortunately I don't have a uh, patio or you know like immediate access to the outside so I have to go uh you know and take a walk or do something like that so a lot of um things that I look for to are ways that I can do it inside of my house. So I found, I found a really neat, I mean, you'd be surprised, like you said, the kind of stuff you can find at the dollar store. Um, yeah. I found a really neat, just glass. I think it's like a, it's a black glass bowl. And I use that if Ooh. I have to burn something and yeah, you know, and I, you can find vases there. Yeah. And like you said, a lot of decor stuff. Um, I know the dollar section at Target around the holidays is really, really good for cutesy, yeah. small yep. decor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. A lot I've of seen my that house too. is decorated with that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to do what you got to do. I know, right? Well, and honestly, a lot of it is so cute. It's really hard to pass up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would recommend the dollar store for anybody starting out as well as seasoned professionals. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and I'm going to add something in here too. Yeah. Um, another good place uh, if you're looking to purchase things um, and not break your bank would be secondhand stores. Because yeah. you can find some really cool stuff and sometimes like antiques and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, people, people sometimes shy away from that because they go, oh, well, it was previously owned. And do I have to like cleanse the crap out of it or does it have, yeah. you know, whatever energy attached to it? And to be honest with you, when I've gotten stuff from thrift stores or wh- whatever, secondhand stores, I, it just depends on the item. If I cleanse it or not, I'm sure some people will go, Oh my God, you should always cleanse it. But I kind of enjoy bringing in a little bit of different energy into my practice, just depending on what it is. You know what I mean? As long as certain things I'm going to cleanse, but yeah, as long as you feel positive about the energy that's coming in, you know, it's like, Hey, that might be a little extra help kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring like an antique mirror yeah. <laughs> into my house without cleansing it, just because I'm, you know, all the things that can be attached to mirrors and whatnot. Yeah, but yeah. you know, little things like a candelabra or you know, candle holder or something. <clears throat> if I'm not doing ritual on it, you know, yeah. for the ambiance kind of side of it. Um, Laura, can you speak to that too? Do you cleanse everything that you get from secondhand stores or not? Um, so not every single thing, because like, for instance, one time I went to a secondhand store and I picked up a miniature, um, like herb chopper. So like an electric one, I didn't cleanse that. Oh, that's cool. That's um, neat. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cleanse that, but like, I'm not walking out with a mirror or a creepy doll and being like, right. Oh, yeah. Don't bring this in. No. Yeah. Things flying off. Now I know some people that would though. I know some people that would that are super into spirits and stuff, and they're like cool with bringing all that in their house. But I can't be doing. I got kids, you know. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yes, please, Mr. Ghost, come on in. You know, it's great. (laughs) Set up camp here. Yeah, it really depends what it's for. Like, if it's for a ritual, absolutely, I'll cleanse it. But if it's just like a tool or something like that, um, where it's something that I'm practically using not necessarily in ritual space probably not yeah yeah 
sounds all right well um in addition to real quick just before we move on from the the uh store discussion um in addition grocery stores you know i think maybe yeah. we we're going to go into a little bit of that with the the uh, herbs in the kitchen pantry thing but you can pretty much find anything at the grocery store too or yeah. most of the stuff you probably have already in your house um but we're not going to go there yet what we're going to first we're going to talk about <laughs> first we'll talk about okay if you want to start a book of shadows yeah uh Annie, what do you, what were you going to say? Um, so, you know, Target, Walmart, just like you said, even just a grocery store, a lot of times we'll have like a office section. So a lot of your mm-hmm. things for that you can find in the office section, like a little, like three ring binders you can get for a couple mm-hmm. bucks. Um, yeah. and we, um, I have a group of girls that we get together a lot. Um, and we actually just bought three ring binders and then had a book of shadows decorating party and, oh, that's you know, fun. Yeah. And just kind of, and that is also, you know, when you, when you make stuff yourself, like I talked about a little bit earlier, you know, it puts your own energy into things. And then when you do mm-hmm. it with other people, it puts that community into oh, what you're doing. And, you know, so it's, it's kind of a yeah. fun way then to come together with your sisters and brothers um, mm-hmm. to do that kind of stuff. You can also, um, I have like the little plastic paper protectors I got from yeah you can even get those at the Thank dollar you store too. yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's my my book of shadows is all I don't have anything that's not paper or that's not like covered in that plastic stuff because I'm mm-hmm. too scared I'm gonna drop wax on it or water or something <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah but those are good I know you can get that those can tend to be a little bit more expensive but nothing that's gonna break your bank I mean I think I got a pack of 50 for like under 10 bucks Um, yeah you know but again sometimes for specific things that you really want to last or you want to make sure is protected you know I feel like it's warranted to spend a little bit more money on something like that well you you know I bought uh, go ahead Alora sorry uh, nope (laughs) I totally (laughs) interrupted you you go ahead (laughs) no no I I think it was me interrupting you but that's fine I was gonna say you know I bought this really nice like leather big grimoire style book of shadows and it has like the stones on the front and everything else and I was like super excited to write in it and yeah and I barely have written in it to be honest with you so yeah that's I mean we also did um just a little notebook too you can get those notebooks for a couple dollars as well Um, like a composition book I tell people even yeah 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 well, I mean, you might have to tab it like to keep it a little more organized, yeah. but it's a good starter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Alora. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I still have the three ring binder book of shadows and I've been practicing for over 10 years now. Yeah. But do you know why I have this method and it has nothing to do with budget? It has to do with the fact that I cannot bring myself you have to permanently place things in a book of shadows exactly yeah Yeah, exactly i I can move things around i can yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you can reorganize with the three ring binder and then you also have that capability to always reopen it to add stuff to you know you don't have to if you want to create a like table of contents you don't have to be Mm -hmm. like okay this is where this is and then oh no I found something else now I have to put it at the end and it totally messes everything up so yeah I mean not just budget (laughs) but just in general I would totally a hundred thousand percent are you okay so Alora is a Virgo right Alora Oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Annie, what is your sign? <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say you sound a little like a Virgo, but. <laughs> I mean, that's um, Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, I agree with all that. I honestly, most of my books of shadows or grimoires, whatever you want to call it, are all in journals. Yeah. 
but the it does kind of drive me crazy that I have to like look back through everything to find things. So yeah, um, maybe I should take y'all's advice and do that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> or at least <clears throat> anyway, have your stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, I that. I know, I, and I could do that as well. But you know, the problem with the big freaking leather one that I bought, it has this like uh, flap that overlaps the top, and and you can latch it shut which is all pretty, but now you can't even tab any of the pages. <laughs> oh, <bummer. laughs> Yeah. Oh so goodness. now I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to create a table of contents and then I'll have to number all of the pages. It's like, it's a nightmare. So I would right. recommend just, yeah, take Alora and Annie's advice, do the cheap three ring binder thing yeah. instead yeah. of what I'm doing. Cause it hasn't <laughs> worked out. So <laughs> And you can get those um, huge, like, two-inch ones that, you know, can collect that's stuff true. for years. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, something something else that's budget-friendly that I have seen other witches do that you could probably add to your repertoire, um, Kitty, is, so you have the journals, but, like, the recipes and the spell ingredients and instructions and all that. I've seen people do that in recipe boxes, like kitchen recipe boxes. Oh, that's have, cool. Yeah. I have one of those. Yeah. And I'll do, um, it mostly just contains my recipes. I know we talked a ton extensively about, you know, kitchen magic and doing all that stuff. Um, but my recipe, I do the recipe little boxes and those are perfect. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. That's neat. I didn't think about putting spells in there like that that's really yeah cool. really <laughs> i'm just Save like comedy. reorganizing yeah that's awesome <laughs> what about okay now i'm like what if you had like a rolodex that would be cool remember those things <laughs> from back in the day the rolodex you're like all right hold on i gotta flip through how, this how low tech can we get <laughs> i know right that's so um funny. So, but getting out of the low tech stuff, I guess we're going to start talking a little bit about technology and how that can be used um, to help, yeah, to help uh, organize and educate and everything else. So as far as for people who want to access free information or, you know, cheap information, obviously you can go online. Yes. There's a ton of information online. Um yeah. Go ahead, Annie. Just a quick Google search. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick Google search will get you anywhere you need to be. And, you know, there's so much information yeah. out there. You know, I mean, you can even search the Facebook page. And that's, I mean, we've been doing that, um, the little mentoring program. Yeah. And a lot of the girls, I'm like, hey, if you have a question about something, do not be afraid to post it into the group. Everybody is so nice. Yeah. And they will, they'll help you and they'll give you exactly what you need or, you know, sorry. You're fine. Oh, I'm like suffering from serious like allergies right now. <laughs> it was cute. Everybody's like, you see, like a little fairy. Yeah, I'm you like, do. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. I'm You're fine. Having serious allergy issues right now, but um, uh, it's all good. Where was I? Oh yeah. So the Facebook page, you know, it's that again is free. Yeah information yeah. that you can get and you know you can pose a question yourself or like I said you can search up above and say you know what are people saying about how to use this specific kind of herb yeah. or you know has anybody talked about this and it's a great tool to use as well as just a quick google search mm -hmm. um, a lot of my book of shadows is not a lot of it but you know some parts of it are reference things that I found online yeah. that I just copy and pasted in into a word document and print it out and then put in one of those little plastic sheet things <laughs> <laughs> well so um go ahead i was just gonna say um with all the information that is out there uh i would recommend that everybody check their sources though because there yes yeah, yeah. there are a lot of people that come up and their information is like where are you living <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's like, true like what do you mean go ahead what, what do you mean by that oh, can you elaborate like, <laughs> no I just mean like 
Oh gosh. Like, I mean, I think we talked about this, um, this past week where you said, and you were so right, like anybody can write anything on the internet. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, you could just pull anything out of the air and say, oh, this is from an ancient, ancient tradition of Celtic, blah, 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 blah. And then yeah, believe it unless you do the research behind Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, of course, I recommend our website, otherworldlyoracle.com. Me too. Uh, But but, um, beyond that, yeah, I think most of, a lot of the stuff you find online is good information, but sometimes you'll run across things that, yeah, like, as you said, you're kind of scratching your head. Like, even for instance, um, I don't know where I saw this, but someone was saying to smudge and make sure your windows are closed. Uh, oh no uh okay like when you're doing i swear when you're doing a full cleansing smudge and they purposely said make sure all windows are closed and i thought what like you're just chasing chasing everything around your house right i was like where is the logic and like it's not even i I don't (laughs) right yeah like you're not letting anything out you have to let the energy escape somewhere you know and particularly if you're dealing with spirits you're gonna have to open a freaking window to let them out you're just gonna piss them off right like what you said you're just gonna chase it around so i think especially as a beginner because you're sifting through all this information if i I, yeah i think if it seems if it's something you've never done before or an, an ingredient you never worked with before it's probably best to back that up with more research you know, yeah. than to just take something at face value, like what you were saying, Alora. Um, yeah, because yeah, you can run across stuff like that online. And it's like, if, you know, after you get more experience, you'll be able to tell what's good information from not good information. But yeah. and like Annie said, you can always ask a group if you're, you're unsure, you know, and a lot of people will ask, you know, and I think they get good answers. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're not going to know <laughs> if some of this stuff is right or not, unless you kind of back it up with some more research and if you yeah exactly and if you are a university student or work at a university or you live near a university and you want the side of things uh going to your local university library can walk in there it's free to use and they have a million databases you can pull from Oh, that's cool. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. I mean, I had libraries and um, I had libraries on my list, but I didn't even think about a university library. Oh, yeah. Like Um, if you like when you Google search um, like a topic, right, and there's like a study or a PDF and it's an academic journal, most of the times you can't access that from the Internet unless you pay for um, JSTOR is one of the databases or uh, something like that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. if you go to a university, they pay to have access to all of those databases. So you can tap into anthropology databases and um, esoteric databases, you know, academic. That's awesome. Stuff. Yeah. I took full advantage when I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it that. makes That's sense. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to that, I, go ahead. Oh, no, ahead, I was Annie. just going to say, I also had discount bookstores, too. Um, I know Half Price Books, specifically, they have a nice little, like, uh, metaphysical section, which I really like. Um, yeah. I think it, you know, it's tiny compared to the rest of the store, but you have a lot of information in that specific area. I mean, they had, there was a whole book on like how to do magic with your pets and it's just like really cute. Stuff, oh, that's you know? interesting. So they, yeah. They have stuff like that where it goes down as, you know, as, as small and cute as something like that to an extensive book on Celtic history, you know, so things like yeah. that. It is um, places like that where they separate, you know, their books into different kinds of things and, or a different. How much um, would you, how, how much would you say are there books there? Like just in general? Um, I think when I was there, I bought like two or three books and I spent maybe like 20 bucks, 25 okay maybe yeah. so you know so again you know if if you're um and 
fortunately and unfortunately at the same time I'm a very visual learner I don't do well just staring at a screen I need to have something I can touch and something Mm -hmm. I can like actually read myself so that's where the discount bookstores come in for me is because I have to have a book in front of me to you know and I I listed a lot of like website-y type things and I can certainly look at a website but it also doesn't hurt when you're doing something specific or trying to absorb information you know I think spells and things like that are really good for me to just find online but if I'm trying to absorb information it works a lot better so if you're more of a visual learner like uh, Laura said libraries as well as discount bookstores yeah that makes sense um yeah uh what oh 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 I wanted to say this some of the so I've found some pretty cool stuff online by going to, if you're, let me preface it with this. Sorry, <laughs> losing my train of thought here. So if you're looking into local information, like if you're trying to connect with the land where you live, you want to learn about local magical traditions, a cool way to learn about that is to access your state or your region's um archives which you can do online so for instance florida has state archives that you can go and it's a whole it's a database of information that's completely free mm-hmm. you can literally search it for a specific word even if you wanted to look up you know the word witch in there there will be results there and you can read about local uh, mythology or, or folklore and um access different cultural documents there's they also have like videos and photos i don't know if every state uh, and the U.S. is like that, and I don't know how other countries are, but uh, yeah. at least Florida has a pretty awesome archive. So I think that some so of that cool. stuff probably comes from the libraries as well, I would assume. But yeah, yeah that's so that's neat. been pretty helpful, too. Yeah. I'm um, learning so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so see if your state has a, has a, it's, you can just literally look up, you know, where you live, state mm-hmm. archives, and a lot of the, uh, library I think information maybe from the not universities but you know what I'm saying the big libraries is there online for you to access and for free so yeah yeah um even like for Florida too another thing that I was finding really cool on there was they have a lot of interviews with the Seminole tribes where they talk about the different uh herbal medicines that they use and remedies and things so yeah pretty neat information there as well so let's okay. go ahead and we'll move yeah. on to, uh, we mentioned Pinterest uh, that you can use for spells. There's a lot of stuff on there that's really good. Oh, I wanted to say this though. I did end up posting one thing recently that a lot of people saw in the group where <laughs> the spell was to take basil, orange peel, and cabbage and like a few other things and put it in a box for, for to manifest money. And I thought okay, are we drying the cabbage leaves here? Because if not, you're going to have like a rotten mess. Yeah. Yeah. How does it, I was like, are you putting it in the fridge? Like what's the instructions here? This makes absolutely no sense. I felt like someone just literally put the graphic together and was like, here, this is the spell and never (laughs) thought about the fact that the stuff could rot in there. And then you're definitely not going to draw money to yourself with the rotten. rotten. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. So you have to be careful. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff on there too, but again, you know, maybe back some of it up with research if you're unsure. Also, yeah, exactly. Also, um, Kitty, I know that you and I have talked about it before and um, you have it on this list, but sacredtext.org. Talk a little bit about that. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, so um, yeah, it's sacred-texts.com, I believe. I had it down as org, but I think it's actually .com. But that's a website I've used for years. It's more, I think it's more, it's a little more scholarly because most of the books on there are free. They're now in the public domain, meaning they're older. So they're usually 75 years or older, or the author has released the book to be used, you know, in, in the public domain. So, but there's a, there's all kinds of like old grimoires on there. There's mythology, there's old folklore books from like Ireland and England from like a hundred years ago that talk about the different fairies and sightings. And 
I mean, you can find literally anything on there as well. And the, the website's a little clunky. It's not super pretty or user-friendly, but it is just a crap ton of information on the craft and paganism and esoteric, yeah. pretty much anything. Um, yeah. And that's completely free. You can access whole that's books amazing. through that site. Yeah, it's a neat little, it's a really neat website. I think that mm-hmm. was the first time you and I talked was like the first thing you told me about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is a good, it is good. It, it, like I said, it looks a little clunky when you get on there. You're like, really? But then you're like, holy yes. crap, this is so much information for free. And I, I'm, I'm into the history and everything. So I, I totally like just love the older books anyway, because I feel like, this is going to sound terrible and I don't mean for it too, but just for me, I feel, I'm like, Oh, this is more authentic, you know? Like, yeah. Like, oh, it was written a hundred years ago. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like that. I, well, even then, you know, you know, you're also getting a taste of the culture around then and, yeah. you know, the way that the writing is and kind of, you know, I think that, yeah, yeah it's if completely you different. Enjoy history and enjoy, you know, that kind of stuff. That's a great place to start. It it looks a lot like a um, if you ever like Laura was talking about, if you ever have to do like the searching of scholarly articles when you were in college and everything, it looks kind of like one of yeah. those websites where you're like, okay, where do I start? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, it's kind of, but yeah, once you get into it, yeah, well true story uh we had to use sacred text uh in college for history class and so their books and documents are legit uh, because we actually had to use it to look up things about the um death like the time of galileo and the whole all of that that happened <laughs> oh wow yeah so that's the, cool yeah material is really good that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know that it, it actually is scholarly as well. So, um, but uh, I do, um, I do want to jump around in my notes really quickly, if you guys don't okay. mind. Go for it. Just Go down ahead. to the end, since we're talking uh, technology and things like that. Um, so I had free phone apps. Um, which, you know, if you like to have something that you can look at every day and, you know, a lot of phone apps will give you daily notifications, things like that. Uh, so I just had a couple that I listed that I have that I really enjoy. Yeah, um, go for it. So specifically, if you have an iPhone, unfortunately, they don't have it on Android phones. Um, oh, but- come on. I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's awesome. It's such a fun app. It really sucks that they don't have the option for um, Android phones. It's called CoStar. It's C-O-Star. Um, it's a really fun free app for astrology moon phases and then like I talked about notifications every day you'll get uh, a little daily update about you know things to look for um how your day might pan out they also tell you to oh that's cool careful of I mean it's neat so there you know I think I got a notification one time that was like you know today is gonna be a heavy day uh you know keep your and I was like oh great but they're like keep your emotions in check you know and things okay like that that's where good. they just kind of and they're you know some of them are funny where they're like you know they'll even you know make a funny comment about something I can't think of anything specific but you know <laughs> it's very much it's not like <laughs> your life is going to be awful today and don't, you know, find a rock, don't pick it up. You know, it's not anything like that. It's just kind of, you know, it kind of gives you like a, hey, you know, today is Mercury's in retrograde kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's very cool. Um, and the, uh, let's see. So labyrinthos, I think is how you pronounce that, um, is a neat little app for uh, learning tarot. They also give you daily (laughs) readings, um, and there's a lot of, like, resources on that app as well, and it's all free. It's kind of surprising the amount of information they give you, Um, (laughs) but they have cute little, like, tarot cards. You, I mean, you get to, like, 
um, for the daily readings, you get to flip your own cards. And oh, yeah. You, you know, know what? I have something like that on my phone, but I don't think it's yeah. called Labyrinthos. But I, I, have, yeah. I have an app like that. Yeah. It's neat. It's a cool little, you know, just a fun little thing. I think that was actually, honestly, I think that might have been suggested in the Facebook page. Oh, huh. Because I thought I remembered somebody talking about it. Alora, do you have a specific, because Alora's like the tarot queen over here. Do you have a specific app that you use for for tarot or you just don't use anything on your phone in that regard? Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love technology and all that, but I like, I don't, it's fun to do those things like on Instagram like the scrolling things that are scrolling 100 miles an hour and then you snap a uh, screenshot or something like that but I those are just for fun for me mostly like I don't I don't take oh yeah Um, Yeah. so so the answer to that is no I don't have any like tarot apps because I'm just like "Mm, if I if I want to sit down and do tarot I'm gonna I'm gonna touch my cards (laughs) Yeah. 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 I I would say I agree with that too, but you know, it is cool if you're a beginner, especially if you're not, if you don't like to have quick access to your tarot deck, you know, like say you're at work and you just want to mess around, you know, or just flip a card or something, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's more accessible in that way too. Yeah. And the, yeah, the app I was talking about actually helps you learn tarot too, you know, so it's kind of nice. It'll, um, that's cool the cards you flip it'll be like hey these are the certain things that this could mean and you know so it's just it's a nice little resource if you're educational yeah yeah see you're you're talking to somebody who was nine years old when she started tarot and we didn't even have cell phones (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) wow that's awesome yes yeah, we sound super old we, when we say that. We had pager. Like, did you have a pager, girl? We, I had a pager. Oh hey, I wasn't I'm what's called an elder millennial. Hey, I wasn't allowed to have a pager. Oh, just so you know. You did what? I wasn't allowed to have a pager, okay? Oh, man. Oh, oh no. Only de- Honestly, it probably got me in a lot of trouble yeah, see, back then. My mom said only delinquents <laughs> Oh no! Uh, <laughs> honestly, I was a delinquent, so yeah. That's hilarious. No, I wasn't oh, the worst, God. but yeah, I don't know. Like my mom giving me a pager at the age of thirteen—that's really not brilliant. But then again, like my daughter's twelve and she has a cell phone now. But I will yeah. say that we keep it locked down. But still, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's like emergencies. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she's allowed, you know, it, it's, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, it's totally different now. It's just, it's so funny. Like there's, there's so much technology wise for people nowadays to, to learn so much easier than back in the day. Like when we started yeah. as teens or, you know, starting tarot at nine or whatever, you don't have all those. We didn't have all the technology that, that is out today. Yeah, so we, we, people yeah. should really, I think, take use of it. We are older than the internet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh yep, oh, yep. annie's um, not she's a little young whippersnapper over here <laughs> right i have wrinkles on my forehead they don't id me anymore when i go to get alcohol when they do i'm like oh thank you, oh, bless, you. <laughs> bless, yeah. you. bless your day yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so <laughs> Um, anyway back to the app so uh the next app you're talking about uh looks like something to do with plants maybe yeah yeah um I'll do that one at the end but I have another (laughs) that's kind of like because that one's not really witchy necessarily I mean it is but it's also not um my moon phase is another good app um at least I think that's what it's called I always thought it was just moon phase um but it's that's another good one that goes like deep with specific information about the moon phases um including uh the distance and age of the moon which is oh that's cool yeah. Um, and then there's even a fun little thing down at the bottom that tells you the best times to photograph the moon. That's cool. And, oh, that's and, awesome for photographers. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so 
versus because I have a hard time, um, you know, I'm not that in tune with, you know, when all the moon phases are. And so an app like that kind of helps me figure out exactly where the moon's at um, Mm -hmm. on that specific day. And the nice thing about that app, too, is it'll um, you can link it with your location. So it'll tell you exactly where you are versus being like, oh, well, the internet says that in California, it's like this, like, but I live across the country, you know, so something like that. Um, So that's kind of a fun app to use. There's a bunch Um, of apps like that, actually. Oh, yeah. You could get it on any phone. Just all you have to do is search in the, in the whatever store for a moon phase app. So hundreds of moon phase apps. I just like, Mm -hmm. I wrote this one specifically because of it having those fun little tidbits of like it being how far away the moon is and the age right. of the moon and you know just kind of like a little more extra info information yeah, yeah. Than just being like today is this have a good day you know <laughs> right <laughs> typically typically I know what phase the moon is in but I don't always know what zodiac sign it's in so that's right helpful that's that that's I do use my app for that specifically or if yes. I'm just like completely out of touch, then then I'll use it, you know. But yeah. um, you know, not everyone follows the moon phases. I think that's kind of pushed. Like, well, this is going off topic a little bit, but it's really pushed in the community. Hey, everything should be about the moon. But some people don't do the moon. Some people do the sun. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. It's it's good for people if if you're more of a a solar um, practitioner. You know, you work more with the sun or whatever the seasons. Yeah then the moon phase yeah. apps are definitely helpful for people like that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and well, no, I was yeah. thinking like when you were talking about that, about, you know, not everybody using the moon phases and all that. I was just thinking in my head too, like in uh, Southern folk magic, a lot of it is based on the hands of the clock because yeah, like back then with folk magic, like they had to be able to do it right then and there. And in, in plain yeah. view. And so mm-hmm. they gauged it by the hands of the clock. If they want something to yep. in, uh, wait till the hands are going up. If they want something to go out, wait till the hands are going down. I've, I actually use that method quite a bit just because, <laughs> yeah, like I, you don't always have, have time to wait for the moon to change. You know what I mean? Right. Like a lot of the stuff is if I'm casting magic, it's usually because I want it to, to happen soon and I don't want to have to wait until the moon is full or waning or whatever. Yeah. So then I go with times of the day or, you know, how the, the hands of the clock are moving. Okay. Um, let's get off the tangent. So, go ahead. <laughs> Darn it. I like this tangent. Back to F. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're back to apps. All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so my final, my final app um, that I have, or that you know I talked about, it's called Planta. So it's plant with an A at the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not necessary. You know, this is not specifically a witchy related plant app it's more just I mean I have a ton of plants at home I love my plants I you know (laughs) so I (laughs) I literally wrote in my notes if you're a plant mom like myself um, (laughs) this app it's amazing Um, it literally you know you can actually search specifically the type of plant you have down to you know um exactly what it looks like you can even like personalize it you can take a picture of your own plant and then oh that's cool say I know right so you can say like okay this is my this so you also then you know don't forget what it is um this (laughs) helps you keep track of watering uh watering your plants uh fertilizing and then as well as identifying different plant types so you can Hmm. um there's a whole section there where you can basically just just kind of look at different plant types and oh, that's you cool. know, say you know and they have all the different types of succulents and cactus and they they break it down as well when you first start the app into uh, house plans outdoor plants I think they break it down in, into hanging plants you know so it's like oh that's cool yeah it's you know they help you narrow it down versus you being like plant with red leaves question mark you know right like, <laughs> you know 
know, they kind of help you break it down what it is and kind of help you try to figure it out. That's so awesome. So that's one of my okay. favorite apps on my all right, phone in so, general. But yeah. <laughs> awesome. I like all these ideas, but let's, yeah. we're going to move on to, we're kind of going to, well, Laura, unless, do you have anything to add to that before we move on from the technology topic? No, ma'am. Okay. So um, let's talk a little bit more on ways to use nature. So we talked about, yes, you can go outside, you can forage for magical ingredients and supplies and decor. I mean, all those things are wonderful, but also just being out in nature and using specifically for me, I started out using nature as a form of divination. So, and it's completely free, obviously you can go outside, you can start to, you can start to learn how uh, bird flight patterns, how you can read those, you can uh, scry with the clouds, how the clouds are moving, what shapes they're making. You can just by like connecting with the land and um, noticing if there's any animals that are coming around you know, as far as animal omens and signs, that kind of thing. All of that is obviously free. And I think it's a great place for beginners to start too. If you can't afford tarot cards or yeah. um, runes or anything, that's a good place to start. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm a big proponent of going outside. <laughs> and, <laughs> you have to, you have to, you know, yeah, I have, um, I have a dog. And so him and I will take walks, um, you know, I'll take him in the morning, and then we'll go at night. And I prefer the nighttime just in general. I think it's a lot more peaceful, mm-hmm. whatever. That's not the point. But <laughs> so when I take him on these walks, you know, he's doing his thing, and I'm doing my thing and just kind exactly. of taking it in and, yep. you know, listening to the crickets or, you know, looking at the stars, whatever is around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because even though I live in an apartment complex, it's a very suburban area of my town. Um, so That's I good. have access to nature and things like that. So yeah, I'm definitely love the idea of just going outside. (laughs) Well, another thing to to that too, being outside, you can you can work your cleansing rituals into into being outside. And I know like people are a little more limited right now with where we can go and travel and all that, but um standing outside on a windy day I found is even cleansing. Um, or if you can access a local body of water and you're able to swim, uh, dipping in the ocean or a river is also very cleansing. Um, you know, minus the gas that you spend, that's free as well. Um, same with if you're, you're, you're sunbathing, you can also moon bathe at night. If you prefer to be outside at night, those are, I feel like when I'm bathing in the sun, it's charging me in a way like a battery. Yeah. Right. So, um, (laughs) Those are all obviously free things you can do. So if the only thing that you can do is get outside, even in your own yard or, or a park or whatever, whatever you have access to, if it's a balcony, then at least do that, you know? Um, yeah. Do y'all want to add anything to that, Alora? Um, well, I will say that I cannot think of a time that I don't remember not knowing how to scry with clouds. Um, I don't know if yeah. it's a natural inclination of children, but I always... Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and you said something about when you sit out in the sun, you feel like it's charging you like a battery. Well, technically it is because you're soaking in that vitamin D. Which is- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't you no, I know. You're right. I, I have to, I have to get, I have to have the sun. Like, I think it's, I don't know if it's a fire element thing or whatever, but just yeah. a human thing, or but a Florida thing. I have to get out in the sun <laughs> or a Florida thing. Yeah. That could be too, <laughs> man. I got, I got a tan going on right now, but anyway, <laughs> well, you go girl. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, oh, I, yes. Okay. So Something that I did want to add that I've been thinking in my head as we're having this discussion. Um, Other things, too, with, like, for instance, like, upcycling and recycling things. So, like, we eat a lot of pasta around here. 
And so the pasta jars, I totally will mm-hmm. upcycle and use. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, something else, which um, I talked to you about earlier this week, was you were saying that you wanted to craft something different. And I'm actually in the process of saving my eggshells so that I. Oh, girl, me too. Me too. I told my husband, I'm like, hey, if you use any eggs, save me the eggshells. He's like, OK, I guess the eggshells are like gold now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. Awesome. I was like, yeah, if you yeah. an egg, it goes in the speck. He was like, OK. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think my husband questions me anymore. He's just like, all right, no problem. You know, like he used to question this stuff. Now it's like normal, I guess, but that's right. I love that. (laughs) Well, you know, well, and you know, even to the kitchen thing. Yeah. um, Oh yeah. We didn't really talk about that too much. Yeah. Your kitchen pantry. I mean, you know, nine times out of 10, anything you need or something you could substitute is in there. I mean, unless you only have salt and pepper, you can still use those, but you know, you you know, cinnamon, nutmeg, you know, just literally anything. I actually, um, eggshells. Uh Yeah. Eggshells. Exactly. I found a neat little, um, list of just like it was basically a breakdown of your kitchen pantry and like hey you can use onion powder you can Mm -hmm. use garlic salt you know and just like so that even even down that low I mean that's something I can share to the Facebook page um yeah that'd be cool you know down to that um well even I mean even lemon juice coffee literally anything that we've talked about this with with the kitchen magic podcast but anything that you can eat um and I mean you know again like eggshells the scraps in your kitchen can be repurposed upcycled and used as well honestly uh, just real quick on this too I prefer to use stuff that I already have on hand rather than like going to a metaphysical shop and buying something expensive Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't, like that's a last resort for me. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, I think just in my experience, it's more powerful for me if I've grown the herbs and harvested them, or if I'm just, um, you know, using something that I already have on hand again, rather than yeah. buying a wand for $50 or, you know, it, exactly. in my experience, <laughs> it's more powerful this way, you know, yeah. but, um, sorry, did I cut someone off? Someone no, say no. Okay. Just I, I was just gonna talk about you know, and then even then we talked very briefly about grocery stores. Yeah. Um, I think specifically because I know um you can like Walmart tends to be cheap just in general. Oh um, uh, yeah. But their spice section, I mean, you can get <laughs> like you know. I think I got a bunch of bay leaves from there at one point for just a couple bucks for a big bottle of it, you know? So it's kind of like you can get those herbs and dry, you know, and it's, it's the dried, so it wouldn't be fresh herbs. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can get that kind of stuff at grocery stores too. If it's something you don't have in your pantry. And and cabbage leaves, you know, to put in a box and hope (laughs) that it doesn't rot. (laughs) before it brings you money you know oh, I was like so what funny. cabbage leaves anyway I, I'm never gonna get over that that just like floored me <laughs> oh the other one I saw too real quick someone said I swear to you there was a, it was a love potion recipe and it was like to grind up or to powder apple seeds and I was like wow it's not gonna kill the person right cyanide is in small doses like I'm not I don't really think that I would want to be feeding anybody that unless like I don't know anyway (laughs) is it is it arsenic or cyanide it is that's in cyanide cyanide yeah I knew yeah (laughs) because yeah because I had this whole like Give it yeah. to the object of your desire. <laughs> Hopefully they don't die first, you know. No, it's right. not going to kill you. But again, like you're knowingly putting a, a something with little Point trace on. amounts of cyanide into a potion. Yeah. So that goes back to make sure you're researching your stuff before you, you know, before you just yeah. go ahead and do it, I guess. 
Yeah, because that's a lot of things, too, that can be a little, like, you know, even though Pinterest can be a great tool, can be, it can be problematic as well, because people will just create a cutesy mm-hmm. little graphic, right? <laughs> but then the graphic says something like that, feed your lover cyanide, <laughs> <laughs> and see what happens, no, yeah. but, you know, it's like, you know, you have to if you see something like that, which is, you know, I, as well as budget, you know, I like to do DIY stuff too. So I'll look at, you know, I have um, a, a list of just spices and things like that and what they do. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, if I add some of this and this and this and this and this, it'll do this, you know? Um, yeah. And another cool thing that if you want to waste a whole Sunday afternoon um somebody recommended <laughs> to me once to um pull all of your spices out of your cabinet um and research every single one and yeah. I thought that was really cool and I did it you know it took me like four days because I just kind of <laughs> did little I mean I have so much I have so much stuff. I'm also a baker, as we've talked about before. But if you hadn't listened to that episode, um, I'm a baker, (laughs) so I have a bunch of just random, like, when would you ever use that kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) Right. So it took me quite a while to get through. But that was really neat to be like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so cinnamon not only does this, but it does this, too. You know, and just kind of to get that... you yeah, know, just using what you have, right? Mm-hmm. Eggshells, you know, all that kind of stuff to just kind of figure out those little things. Absolutely. All right. So um, I think we're going to go ahead and try to wrap it up because we're over yeah. the hour. But if any, yeah. does anyone have anything <laughs> to add before before we wrap I'm it up? Good. Anybody? Alora, did you want to so. add anything? Okay. So um, before we say goodbye, I wanted to thank Miss Annie for joining us today and providing us with such an awesome plethora of budget-friendly ideas. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's so exciting to come on. Whoop, I yep. love hanging out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's fun. Us old. Um, yeah. And I, <laughs> right? I know. We really dated ourselves. We're like, oh, pagers. Probably half the people listening are like, pagers? What is that? Anyway. Um, oh, gosh. I wanted to also uh, take a moment and allow Laura to tell you guys a little bit about the Wayfaring Witch and how she is helping the community. So go ahead, Laura. Well, if you are interested in witchcraft mentor, you get a tarot reading. If you are curious about soul origins, or I have just launched a new service um, doing numerology profiles. If you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, um, you can come on over to my website, alorarain.com. There's also other fun things on there, like a community page, which is in the woods. If you have not heard of that, that is a yearly camp for anyone who has met in the online spiritual community that takes place in Missouri every year. So there is a page dedicated to that on my website as well. So if you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, come on over, check it out, say hi send me a message and I will definitely get back to you. I am so stoked to be on here as a permanent co-host and I'm like so grateful. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I was, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to just cut in really fast, but, um, the pictures from your guys's, um, like camp out this um this year looked really cool oh, you mean, and I was like that's well, so it neat wasn't this, I love that it wasn't this year it was last year because this year's got canceled last yes yes <laughs> yeah because we're in the hell that is 2020 right now <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yes last year sorry um yeah but the you know the pictures look beautiful and everybody just had these gorgeous smiles on their faces and everyone mm-hmm. looks so happy and yep. I was like I mean I felt joy from looking at pictures like yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean it, was, it does look like a blast it's definitely yeah, it a looks good like time so much fun yep it's definitely how long good. have you been doing that well <clears throat> we started doing that um in memoriam to tiptoe chick who passed away in 2018 because piper and I were pretty close with um tiptoe 
And we had always wanted to meet her and we had plans to, and we had discussed that, but she passed away before either of us could get to meet her. So when she did pass away, we kind of made this pact that that was never going to happen again. Like from now on, we're going to, excuse me, we're going to go out there and we're going to meet all these great people that we meet online through the spiritual community and thus, which is in the woods was born. That's Love awesome. It. I like that. All right. Yeah. That's a great, you know, bring people together kind of thing. It is. It's awesome. Which is important now more than ever, but you know, that's beyond the point. <laughs> that's true. It's true. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's, wrap it up here. So I just want to say, don't forget to our listeners, we have a website full of helpful articles. As mentioned before, we have over 400 articles now. We also have a Facebook group that you can join, just Otherworldly Oracle Facebook group. And of course, our podcast that we're doing right now. So (laughs) join us next time for some more magical badassery. Bye guys. See ya. Bye.